You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, hey, mamas. Are you feeling stressed out? Are you feeling run down? Has this year or so gotten the best of you? Well, if so, tune in, stay put. And if not, if you're feeling amazing today, more power to you and let's empower you even further. Because today I brought you an amazing conversation, I think, with one of my most favorite doctors, Dr. Karen Wolf. She is an Australian physician and she believes that Western medicine is only a small part of the solution to healthcare. And she is a leader, an expert, an incredible speaker, an educator in the fields of nutrition. And she really breaks it down in such a practical way. She empowers us in our stress, which we're going to talk about it and how to feel better in our bodies, uh, functional medicine, just really the whole, like really taking care of all of us, right? The, the holistic medicine, all of us. I first met Dr. Wolf, um, well, from afar, from a distance. She didn't meet me. I was meeting her (laughs) and I was hearing her speak um, at convention, at a health convention many, many, many moons ago. Like we're talking about a decade or so ago. And uh, she and I are, are both partnered with USANA Health Sciences. And she's been really such a great advocate for teaching us. She speaks, you know, within the company and also everywhere around the world. Um, But I really, really love learning from her. I love health. I love sharing health and I love being able to do so in a real practical way. And I really love how Dr. Karen Wolf breaks it down for us. And in this episode, we are going to dive into the impact of stress on our bodies and our minds and everything and how to recover from it. And I really hope you dive into this episode and I hope you share this episode because after, you know, what we have lived through in the last year, and I know it's might not necessarily be extreme changes. We still went through the ringer, right? And, um, and some of us I know are needing more help and support than we may let on. So I'm giving you a big, 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 big hug, and I hope this episode empowers you to to heal, heal from stress and to bring yourself more compassion and love because we all need lots of that right now. Sending you my love, and let's dive into this episode with the incredible Dr. Karen Wolf. All right. Hey, hey, mamas. I am so happy to be here with Dr. Karen Wolf. And the last time we were together, there was like, there was like a crazy fire alarm and all this kind of chaos that happened at the event that we were at that she came to Windsor to speak at. And um, that's actually a really good segue, Karen, for this year, because we want to talk about the impact of stress and how people can recover from it but we could not have planned for this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. That was a year. That was 2020. We'll never forget. Yes. And I know you and I are so passionate about uh, prevention. Like it's preventative is everything. It's all about the lifestyle, but um, I know everyone was affected so differently in so many different ways over this past year. Um, nothing that people could have planned or even imagined that could have happened. Some people with their how their lives got turned upside down and um, probably caused a lot of stress for people. 
Well, and that's what's hard to be compassionate. It's so important to be compassionate to that personal effect, even though we're talking about how to be resilient. Yeah. I really want everyone to know that what we talk about or what I share is to support them in their lifestyle, not in any way to throw shame or blame or yeah. guilt. That's not part of our repertoire. So when I support people with being stress resilient, it's really wherever they are in their life to choose what works for them and um, start small. This is not about being perfect. No. It's about just being really honest and being um, compassionate to ourselves and wherever we are and say, okay, this is one thing I'm going to do that can move me towards being more resilient. Yes, we need that in the boatloads. Oh my gosh, that compassion yeah. towards ourselves. Because Yes, yes. Absolutely. So what what is stress? Like we talk about the word, we think we know what it is, but what is it actually like from a doctor's perspective? Yes. So uh, there's the causes of stress and then there's the effects of stress in the body. So uh, people think fight or flight, you know, tigers attacking us, which is the, which is how our body is set up. But the truth is that what we went through in 2020, that kind of stress is the worst kind of stress because it was never ending or, or we thought it was, and then it didn't. And then we got uh, another hit, like all of these, and uh, whether you're in Canada or US or Australia, the countries were all responding differently. It was stressful just trying to keep up with what was going on. So that kind of constant stress, what it's doing in our body is it's triggering this hormone cortisol. So to, to break it down really simply, we have this stress response and a relaxation response. And it's ideally it's balanced. You know, we need a stress response. That's what gets us up and in the morning. And that's what helps us take care of things like you having a time frame to pick up your kiddos. <laughs> like there's a little stress involved in that. That's all normal. It's called you yeah. stress. Uh, but that can get overridden. It can be, you can have too much what we did last year. And mm -hmm. so then this hormone cortisol takes over and I can't tell you how damaging this hormone cortisol is to every aspect of our body. So our brain, our gut, our mental health, cortisol puts on weight. It's gluconeogenic. It makes blood sugar. It, it can precipitate diabetes. It's, it's a hormone that yes, plays a role in our body, but when it gets overrun with the sympathetic nervous stimulation, it's, it's crazy in our body. And then the balance of that is what I call the rest and digest system, the, the relaxation, the parasympathetic nervous system. And, and that's what we need to be engaged when we're eating. We need a balance of that. So truly so-called stress management is like a seesaw, teeter-totter, we call it seesaws in Australia, and you might, you might too. In seesaw, Canada. yeah, we say seesaw. seesaw yeah. Yes, <laughs> where it's balanced, the stress response, the relaxation response. So I don't want people to think, well, we shouldn't have stress because we need some amount. But often in our lifestyle, we're not engaged with that balance, that teeter-totter that's mm -hmm. like the parasympathetic nervous system. What are we doing in our life to balance the normal amount of stress that we have? And even with 2020, there are ways for us to up-level the parasympathetic nervous system to keep up with the sympathetic nervous system. And that's why I think okay. what we want to talk about today is even though stress happens and there's certain things that we can't do much about, 
what we can do is to balance the stress with all of these techniques, what we call stress man management, to engage more of the rest and digest system in the body. Okay. So I think most people who are listening, if they had a stressful year, and I, and I don't know many who avoided it, um, but Okay, so they're, they're going to be in a reactive state. Their body's already gone through the ringer, so to speak. Can we touch on, is there anything to do to prevent or like to prepare your body for when, for when stress happens and you, don't, you can't plan it? Yes, absolutely. Because that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest, you can practice techniques that if you practice them often enough, say before the stressor, then the body can engage it straight away. And the body has this okay. memory of how to get into that system. And even if you've never done it before, it's never too late, but it does require practice. Just like if you're an athlete and you wanna to get to a certain level, you've got to practice. It's right. conscious, I call it CPR, conscious, powerful relaxation oh. that literally will save your life. Are we and talking about matter. meditation? Well, that is one. There are many. And again, let's talk about what we talked about at the beginning, which is personalize it. So mm -hmm. sometimes when we say meditation, people are like, oh, no, I don't do that. Right. So we're going we're gonna to give some techniques, some ideas, and people choose what works for them. So uh, prayer slash meditation has a similar concept where all we're doing is mindfully being in the moment. Mm -hmm. So yes, meditation, prayer, mindfulness, whatever you want to call it, and doing it regularly. Like I do know some people that through 2020, that was their practice, that they made sure that for just say 20 minutes a day or, or even five minutes a day, you just stop, use the breath, take a deep breath. The, the breath is, I think, the magical part of all of this, because when we are focused on taking a deep breath in and letting it out, that allows us to focus in being mindful and to switch off all the busy, busy, busy. So even if you're sitting in the car waiting to pick up your kiddos, to be able to just take a moment, a mindful moment and use the breath, take a big breath in and a breath out and just ground yourself in the moment. It's amazing, the power of the breath. So I put breath work, meditation, prayer, mindfulness all in that umbrella and of course that could be a whole topic of what how you do that i i actually have uh, heart math which i'm sure you know heart as in the heart and math m-a-t-h they have this really great little i have a little box here because i use it with a lot of my clients they have this inner balance um well, the video inner balance um little biofeedback and i put it on my iphone and the app shows me if I'm in coherence with my breath. Because we can think that we're relaxed, but the body might be telling us something different. Yes. So this biofeedback little gadget really is an app that tells me if I'm truly in that rest and digest mode. And mm -hmm. then using the breath, it, it gives me feedback about how to get in that. So I find that really helpful because being, I'm always thinking and creating, and sometimes I'm a little out of touch with what's really happening inside. So using some kind of biofeedback, that can be really helpful. Yeah, the body so doesn't just, lie. But yes, the body doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. we, we can be so out of touch with it. 
because yeah. we live in our head. So really dropping down into the body and, and using body techniques to engage that parasympathetic nervous system can be really powerful. Massage is great. And of course, we weren't able to have that last year. And a lot of people use massage and body work as their way of engaging. So mm -hmm. that was missing last year, unless you're lucky enough to have someone that can help you with that. Um, so body work is also uh, super powerful. So these are kind of what I call coping skills or resilient skills, yoga. Mm -hmm. And wasn't it great last year? One of the silver linings was all of these virtual classes that we could do for free. Nonstop, I know. <laughs> yes, it's which incredible. can be overwhelming because like, which one do you do? But I say, just pick one, just one that works anyone. for you and yeah. do it. Don't pay attention to all these other people that say, oh, I'm doing this or I'm doing that. Just pick one that works for you and go with that. And so yoga and and that kind of mindful movement where you're slowing down versus mm -hmm. the runners. See, when you run, you engage the sympathetic nervous system. That has great advantage. And make sure you balance it with some kind of relaxation technique too. Beautiful. Yeah, running and yoga, they go really well together. Yes. Um, okay, so from what I'm understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, so the, the tools that we can empower ourselves to, you know, prepare our body for stressful situations are the same ones we would use to recover. But in yeah. but when we recover, there's usually more work to do. Yes, that's right. <laughs> because we're in a in a high state. And also there's that PTSD. I mean, we yeah. all have PTSD from what mm. happened last year. And that's why this year actually my big focus is on mental health. So last year yeah. it was on resilience. This year is on mental health because I think this is where we're going to see a lot of the work the practice, the skills for us to be able to move into whatever this new life is yeah. for us and our kids. What does school look like? What does work look like? What does friendships look like? Like we, yeah. we are still in this thing and will be for 2021 in, in mm -hmm. adapting and um, being kind of a change agent and working with that and allowing, if we think we're going to go back to normal, that's just, we're not. It's going to be, and I don't like that other term they're using called new normal. We're going to kind of reshape our lives yeah. and, and look at where we are at the time because we still don't know. We're still uncertain. And even living in uncertainty can be very stressful. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Now, I think a lot of people might be listening to this and there's some who absolutely would identify with um you know, they've had struggles with mental health before they're like, they've come kind of to terms to that they identify with that. And then I think there's also a large part of the population who they've never, they were never thought that they would have anxiety, or they would feel depressed, or they would, you know, have different symptoms. But I, but I think you're, you're encompassing what hap what's happening and what's happened so well in terms of we all have PTSD to some degree, we've all lost mm -hmm. something, we've all lost you know, different things that mean a lot to us. And we have to, I think, be really honest with ourselves and give ourselves the space and compassion to say, oh, this is making me sad or I miss this. Like, how can we help people with that? Because I think there's a lot of people who are processing it without really understanding it. Well, that's where community comes in. So mm -hmm. You have to have a community, a like-minded community where you can be honest. Mm -hmm. Every research into health 
talks about this. Um, in that book, Reversing Heart Disease, they actually, he actually, Dean Ornish actually spoke about reversing heart disease with having a community where you can open your heart to your, who you really are. Yeah. It's often we're pretending or in trying to cope with, we're trying to be something and covering up the true feelings. We've got to open up and mm -hmm. have a safe place to talk. And that's why we're so fortunate, Krista, of course, in our USANA community that we yeah. have these teams where have they've become more family than business partners. So, and we all have this same like-minded thinking. So I, I have just, again, been so grateful in 2020 that we have a wellness community that can talk about creating health in a time that we're facing this disease because yeah. we didn't get much positive talk last year about creating health. And I was just really on a bandwagon about, hey guys, yes, this is really happening, but we need to create health in our own life to to be able to be that antidote to what we're yes. seeing so community and taking good supplements to feed our body the right nutrients and to support a healthy immune system so that we're a bad host to the virus and having a community where we can just talk about what's really happening mm -hmm. all of these it's a it's a lifestyle that we're fortunate we have but i'm also aware that a lot of people don't have that so find a like-minded community that aligns with your point of view. Um, and also last year, we faced a terrible election that would just hit us in the United States, like on top of the pandemic. So people were in just this extra heightened state and they were so polarized. It was ugly how people, almost families were split with their points of view. What happened to just being able to talk about what you believed and, and disagreeing? And if you have a healthy community, you can do that. You can talk mm -hmm. about your truth and not be like judged and shamed and blamed. So find a community. It's really important. That's 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 so that's the most important thing we could share, I think, is the community piece because I don't know how how what my life would look like number one without this community but also how easily we were all able to pivot and say okay that's it we got we we've got this and we came together arm in arm we're like okay so we're gonna build like this now we're gonna show up for each other like this now and it gave us such a positive um focus to say okay this is like we get to talk about health in this time where everyone's talking about disease we can yes. talk about health and we can talk about possibilities and we can talk about support and we can be there for each other and like our usana community came together like never before over this mm -hmm. past year i mean we've always been a tight-knit bunch but like we really had each other's backs and i think you know even on days where i was just like so overwhelmed and you know the kids we've been home with the kids were like how long like and it was like it, i had my hour to come together with them you know with all kinds of amazing people and say okay this is what i'm gonna do right now and i felt good and accomplished and heard and seen and valued and the community pieces that on the top of the list of creating health if you don't have a community and you are isolated and almost feeling like a victim of circumstances yeah. that is so damaging to our mental and physical health mm -hmm. yeah and we all need it we all need that 
We yeah. all need it. Even like our introverts, right? Like uh -huh. there's uh, actually like the introverts this past year that I know personally, at least I don't, don't want to speak for everyone, but they also crave community, but in a different way. Like it's, it's in a more protected way, but to, to show up somewhere on a Zoom meeting where we come together and, and they feel they can take it in and they can take in the support and they can hear positive things. That was also served them really well as well. So you consider yourself an extrovert then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> people don't realize that I am actually an introvert. Yeah. How I kind of define that is I, my, I fill up my energy by being alone. Yeah. That's how I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. I love to speak, but I need most of my time. I, I need a lot of filling up. And uh, so this pandemic for introverts was really dangerous if they didn't we didn't already have a community. So mm -hmm. I have a community that we had already set up, right? Yes, I've been with USANA 16 years. So I have this beautiful community like you do where we meet every week on Zoom and we have for years. And so I get filled up with their beauty and their light and their energy. And then I get time to, to also balance myself, which again is like that seesaw. We need yeah. balance in our life. Yeah. And so I think USANA is wonderful for introverts because um, it's an online business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we communicate with people when we need to, and then we can just be all alone when we need that too. Yeah, so exactly. Beautiful. And you can build it from your phone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, let's actually just close with any more tools that you want them to have for recovery. So if someone is very much in they're 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 depleted, you know, their adrenals are depleted, they are burnt out, they're stressed, they're overwhelmed, overworked, etc. What are the tools? Where should they start? Well, with their own self-care wellness plan. Let's begin mm -hmm. there and commit to it. Commit to it as much as you would commit to it if you had a child. I always say this because for the mamas and the house, we know what we would do for our children, which is basically anything. So that kind of passion towards ourselves. So that requires exercise. I cannot reinforce enough the power mentally and physically of some kind of movement exercise that gets your heart rate up. I do it every morning. I begin with exercise and it's more for my mental health than anything. So some kind of exercise just for you that you love, physical activity, eating whole healthy foods, trying to get rid of the processed foods just potentiates mental health disease because it's not real food that's, that's feeding our neurons. So good healthy food, good community, bringing uh, love and compassion and connection in our life. And I know just those three things for a lot of people is a lot, but then don't forget every day to be nutrienting your body. So we know the cell essentials is the basic nutrients every cell needs for optimal health. So even if you just commit to taking the cell essentials every day as prescribed, which is twice a day, that is gonna support a healthy immune system, it's gonna support a healthy gut, which health supports a healthy mental health. Of course, we add other things to that based on what we know and what, how we're nourishing our body. A fish oil is a high quality fish oil is fabulous. And then I believe a probiotic, everyone needs, there's the fish oil, yeah. Everyone needs to take a probiotic every day because we have all of these microbes inside of us that we need to feed. And if they're fed well with a good probiotic, then they're gonna 
provide good mental and physical health to us. So just writing down your own wellness plan for your own self-care and committing to it with the same passion that you would if you needed to do it for your child. Mm -hmm. I cannot say that enough. Self-care, self-care, self-care. And there are many things we can do, but just commit to just a few. And then maybe have an accountability buddy that will hold you to that and that you can to them so that you're bringing in that community and that connection to support you to do that. Awesome. What do you think about um, sleep? Well, yes, that's, gosh. This, this, we added this lately and this has been. Fantastic. Yes, I love that mineral calm. It has 300 milligrams of magnesium. I am such a fan of magnesium because most of us are depleted of magnesium yeah. and magnesium has many benefits. It helps you sleep. And it helps the gut. If you have any kind of constipation, then magnesium is a relaxant of muscles, which is also the gut. Yeah. So you should have a good bowel motion the next day after taking magnesium at night. So that mineral calm in water, last thing, like the last thing you do before you go to, to sleep, fabulous self-care routine. Because um, yeah. there's so many things, you know, I love the Hepacil too, the liver support, because our toxic environment our liver needs support so hopefully whoever's listening can reach out to you Krista and just say hey what is the best thing to take like if I'm only going to do five things <laughs> what would they be and and just ask for support with that yeah um, because some people they stretch too much they they put their goals too big and then like self-sabotage so just pick if you're having trouble sleep I'm glad you brought that up Krista because Mineral calm and melatonin could be two things that will change your life because good quality sleep is essential for everything, physical, emotional health, yeah. just managing the day. And and for all the mamas who are like totally exhausted when you go to sleep and you can just hit the pillow and you're just like toast and you fall asleep with your kids, all these things, like I totally get that. But there you can actually have better sleep and that's really where my focus is right now too it's like i can fall asleep on the sofa no problem after you know you know being a mom all day and working hard and all that stuff but there's actually you could in like improve your sleep so it's more restorative and you wake up feeling even better yes yes restorative sleep that's that's what what you're saying it's not just sleep but it's good quality sleep and yeah. learning what that is. Yeah, and oh, you feel like a total queen in the morning. When I wake up and after I took my, you know, I did my nice nighttime routine, I had my, my magnesium tea, and then I slept in my own bed. <laughs> I feel like I could take on the world. Yes, it's amazing when you get good sleep, you just, <laughs> you're a new person. Well, I could talk to you forever, Dr. Karen. This has been amazing. And you're such a treasure to all of us in our community and also globally, everyone that you so generously share your knowledge with. So everyone who's listening in the show notes, definitely take a look and um, there'll be a link to her website which is full of resources and blog posts as well as her podcast and definitely just learn from Dr. Karen because, um, you know, Dr. Wolf, she gives this beautiful approach to healing and she really facilitates this 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 health movement and, and empowers you 
to feel your best. And that's what it's really about. And I said it right in the beginning that we're, we, we love talking about prevention, but we want you to feel empowered in your own health, you know, mm -hmm. that you can heal yourself and you, you have the tools to feel your absolute best today and also for life. And I will say, Krista, having come from the Western medical model, because I went to medical school in Australia, yeah. as you know, and I'm a big, big fan. I still really acknowledge that, of course. But we weren't trained in lifestyle medicine. We were trained in diagnostic medicine. So don't expect your, your medical doctor to be that person that helps you with lifestyle skills. Yeah, because yeah. Because we weren't trained that way. So yeah. truly optimize your health. It's a different question. I used to work with what creates disease. But now that I'm working more as a health coach, the question is what creates health? It's a different question. Mm -hmm. And that's the field we are working in, you and I, and very passionate about. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I look forward to doing hopefully more with you soon. And Great. yes. And I'm enjoying this sunshine that's coming in up here in Canada. We that, have the yes. sunny vibes that are coming. And I'm going to go pick up my voice, but I really appreciate All your right. time. All right, Krista, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.